want to assemble a task force of the most dangerous people on the planet who I think can do some good. They're bad guys. Exactly. And if anything goes wrong, we blame them. We have built-in deniability. What makes you think you can control them? Welcome to the I Need a Minute podcast, part of the 10th Year Seniors Network. We skipped last week, right? Uh, I did. Yes. You got. You guys... You guys went last week. No, no, no. no, no. I was no, thinking no. the week before. Last the week, week before. stop. Last week you were busy. Yeah, I was busy. You, you, you couldn't, uh, couldn't podcast. Your your mind was in the six. That's, that's wow. That's a that's a very delicate. Which way is of putting that. completely understandable. I don't think anybody expected you to do anything. Yeah, but then Andrew was being Andrew. Andrew didn't even try. Let me tell you something. What you went through last week is Andrew constantly. Like that's always Andrew. That what the fuck. Didn't we say this nigga's a calendar? Who has more than him? No one has more than him. July 1st to 31st. All the dates. Couple season starts. January 1st. And it never ends. Should have been a police. Oh, uh, shit. Good occupation for him. Except if he had to run, then the nigga ain't running nowhere. Well, I feel like that's also most of them, though. I respect our police officers. I do, too. And like, I believe that they're doing a great job. I mean, we do remember the incident you had with the police once you got into a heated rivalry with them. And then put it in the thing. <laughs> the fuck wrong with you? Fuck wrong with them? <laughs> Assholes. Oh, you fuck. can't silence the power of the pen. Ain't no power in the pen. Like, yeah. absolutely nothing like, came out of it. Nobody cares about it, right? Them niggas don't even edit my shit. I can do whatever the hell I want. So you're saying that they don't care about your opinion? No, they don't. But they people, absolutely don't. I mean, this podcast is all about opinion making and about people putting weight behind the things that they care about. I mean, we entertain them, but who cares what we think anyway? Like, one, two people. Eh. One, two, maybe that. If that. Ten. Ten. Ten people. Ten people. Ten people. Ten I, people. I give us a... Whoa, was that like a coincidence? Wow. Or, like, was that on purpose? Or oh, God. Like, was that just organic? Or did you do that, drop that ten on purpose? Ten on purpose, though. Oh, okay. I don't believe you. That's cool. Lame niggas making me nervous. Anyway, so this podcast, we wanted to talk about um, the way people find new things and the way that they decide what they want to uh, incorporate in their life, like music, um anything from pop culture anything from the way people dress from uh sneakers to the the clothes and the brands that they wear uh, i said the films they watch a podcast they listen to and we started this because like the idea came to me because we were having a conversation with some of our friends about music and particularly the quavo album that just dropped this past friday some people like it is getting like mixed reviews yeah and then one of, one of our friends just he, he always harps that, yo, all this music sounds the fucking same. Why do y'all like this? And it's like, Frank. How, it's Frank. And like, how do you find this new type of music? So how do you think that people nowadays find new ways to like discover anything in, in pop culture? Like, what's 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 the mode or the op- the operandi that they that they use when they're trying to find anything? Well, I mean, the easiest way now, like. When we were growing up, it was more word of mouth. Like, once you go to school and you talk to people, like, I th- I remember a big thing being with any sporting event or with wrestling, t- for instance, after Monday night, you go to school Tuesday, everybody talks about it because it yeah, was yeah. A strictly a word of mouth kind of thing. Well, now you do all of that on social media and it's expanded like tenfold because anything dealing with 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 fashion, you could find it on Pinterest or Instagram or something like that. It's you do everything communally. You watch shows together. You 
throw your thoughts down on Facebook or Twitter or even on, on IG, on any social media platform. So it's an easy way for you to find recommendations for new things for you. Your reach has expanded so much and the world is so much smaller. You have access to so much information that you can just reach out and touch whatever whatever you want and even things that you didn't think were attainable you can get all of that so it's very easy now and i see it with young kids all the time like just listening to kaizen and his friends talk their access to things is so much more expanded than than we have you can find new things every single day and part of part of the reason i wanted to bring uh this up because we talked about uh i talked i brought up the quavo album at the beginning of it but then it's also that the way people dress and the style that they appropriate, right? And the word of mouth thing when we were younger and the way that uh, that circulated, like you saw shit on TV or you went to school and you said, maybe I like that. Maybe I want to get like sneakers like that or maybe I want to get a uh, gear like that. Like the jerseys became a big thing when we were growing up. Everyone had a different kind of football jersey. It was everywhere. We had, I remember the Barry Sanders, Junior Seau, Jerry Rice, Steve Young. Am I forgetting anyone? Marino, of course. Yeah. Um, Rondé Gatson. Pretty much anybody that was in Miami at the time. Yeah. There's a lot of Alonzo so, Mornings and Tim Hardaway's. So, and the way that those styles, it always feels that they lasted longer. Like there was, and it's not that those styles were more sustainable. It's that now because people have so many options and people try to differentiate themselves and try to like conspicuously consume the clothes they wear. Um, or the music that they listen to, that it's always different, that people always try to try to show themselves that way. And uh, to, to bring it back uh, to music, the way people even find music now, because if, if you could just go on Spotify and Apple Music and have them curate the sound for you, what like reason do you have to try to find that's, new music? That's the thing. Like it's, it, Everything is so meticulously planned out, mapped out, and in front of your face that you don't even have to create your own playlist. So... Computers will do the job of a DJ. The algorithms uh, to, to any browser that you have, they will find the things that are interesting to you. And it's creepy because all you got to do is say it. Like you yeah. just have to say stuff out loud and things that are that you may find interesting, ads will pop up there for you. So it's it, it's almost as if we've reached a point where it's capitalism on steroids yeah. because they're finding new and different ways for you to find new things for you to spend your money on. Because that's... That's how the that's how capitalism works. It's supposed to find the new thing that you think is so unique, and you and have that, to get it, and you have to get it, and then turn it into the popular thing. And that's how it was with music, because we remember there's a time that Drake was the embodiment of something that was oh, like a lot of people don't fuck with this, but I do. And then the pump of capitalism turned him into like what he is now. But so many so many times in music, do you think that you are finding or getting? music that's actually good or just finding and getting music that they're telling you is good and that's being pushed on you and it's not necessarily because people because people use the word popular in, in a bunch of different uh veins right so it could be popular um to you but to other people it's not as popular so they have a different version of who they would consider popular but everyone thinks that their music is somehow unique and special and i don't i like now in 2018, I don't believe that that's the case. I believe everyone's music is kind of pretty much on the same par with like a similar amount of following. Mm -hmm. But the only difference is what you choose to to digest and how you and how you choose to like label yourself. Like 
I'm the type of person person that listens to X music or X kind of song. Yeah, and I think music, well, really all of these things we talk about in under this umbrella is really subjective, but music especially is, yeah. is I, I think of in a subjective manner just because within each subgenre, people are really more... They, they parse it down even further because within hip hop, you could probably have like eight to ten different categories. Right. You know what I mean? And, and not even just hip, like even in, in reggae music when we were talking about today. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. Like, what, what, did, what did the comment was you said that reggae came back? Oh yeah, Frank, I, Frank was like reggae didn't go anywhere. You just stopped fucking with it for like two years. I was like, no, there was a down period. I think, I think everybody what, what acknowledges there was pretty much a down period what for dancehall forever i would say the down period for dancehall was about late 2015 to early to early 2017 i think mm-hmm. they made a strong comeback second half of 2017 does that have to do have anything great. to do with incarceration dates yeah but i mean you know i think whenever a major iconic figure leaves the scene there's always a void to be filled like the hip-hop needed to fill a void once big and Pac died Right, and so there was kind of a vacuum there, and somebody had to step up and be the guy. And I think Dancehall needed somebody to step up and be the guy. A lot of people thought it was going to be Popcorn, but then he just was hanging with Drake, and I, he didn't. That really... is that, yo, that's really not good for him. It's really not been yeah. good for the I mean, trajectory he had like a couple, that he was on. He had like a couple tracks, but then it wasn't like he became what Jay Z became. But the new album, like I was excited when I said like, oh, okay, Popcorn coming up with new music, and then I heard that I was like, this is uh, this is right, this is straight, yeah. is it? Because you know whenever you like an artist and you listen to their album, you always give it the benefit of the doubt. And then your, like, your conscience is telling you, like, you don't really got to go listen to that shit again, though. Yeah. And speaking of which, that's you were, you were asking um, if, you know, the flooding of the new music, is it forced upon you? I think because, you know, I don't, cause I don't really know anybody that listens to the terrestrial radio. I think people only, like... 45 and overdo that yeah so it's not you get for like bahamian politics because they went here shit i don't even hear about that like i don't care what any of them niggas do like i feel like when your mind's so transfixed on doing something else and getting out like you just like i yeah yeah. i get what they do but uh none of it is forced on you because and oddly enough kaisen explained this to me when i was talking about why do you guys like youtube so much and you don't actually watch tv anymore well if i if i'm getting to select what's coming to me if i'm getting to choose what i listen to how can there be anything you know anything that i consider bad or anything forced upon me because if i don't like it then i just changed it it's not like i ever have to sit through a commercial it's not like while i'm driving i have to sit through a horrible song as some bohemian dj using a fake jamaican accent just blurts over the whole thing i mean i can just not a third jamaican like us i can just switch to another track so that way you can can i go on a time to oh yeah go ahead before you saw how Elizabeth Warren did the DNA test, and it was like she was one thirty-second, like like Native American. I re- hold on. I was reading the Elizabeth Warren story. I was like, <laughs> see, everyone was talking shit, but my Jamaicanness. There you go. Yeah, but she's gonna be president. If you, anyway, go back on back on topic. If you do back a on DNA topic. Test. Back on topic. I don't even remember. Back what I was on. Saying. You were saying some some shit about um, fucking. I know. Yeah, I yeah. lost it. Yeah, I lost it. Um. <laughs> But we would we were talking about music though, and the way that uh, people identify or try to find music because you could go on YouTube, like you said, and and similar to Kaiser, I find myself even doing that sometimes. Like I have a TV, sometimes it's not on for like a week and a half or two weeks because I watch stuff on my laptop or just go on YouTube on there, 
because I know what I want to watch. And sometimes it's not like a movie or a film. It could be like a 15-minute clip. Yesterday, I watched a Vox um, thing just basically on Poland and how Poland is being kicked out of the EU, but they can't kick them out of the EU because Poland is turning not into Nazi Germany, like Nazi light. Actually fucking happening. I know. This is why people need the news. <laughs> okay, the irony of that cannot be lost on people, right? It cannot. It cannot. I was like, wait, Poland, Poland? Yeah, but... That one? They they became the most right-wing country in Europe, and the European Union had to kick them out. So but then re- they're still getting money from the European Union. So they're really, being paid to say, fuck the rules. Maybe the Nazis just implanted sleeper cells to explode 70 years later. Well, now you're just talking about Hydra. Now you're just, uh, now you're just stealing oh, yeah. from Marvel. It was just stealing from Marvel. That's what you just did. Oh, yeah, they did. Yeah. So... So back to the point about Kaiser, like, Min- yes. Menace and Hydra. The, obviously. The second uh, podcast, or the third podcast topic I was going to bring up to you was that, um, before we decide on this one, was that the way that people should be able to fix their own timelines and curate the stuff that they want to see. So, like, even, like, when we um, complain about the shit that you see on Instagram, but you could fix that by not looking at it unfollowing those people I was just about to people. say you could just mute and unfollow those people and you don't have to see and none of that shit you fix your own timeline so even when Frank for example we bring Frank up again we need to get him on a podcast he's never going to do no, it no you can't he can't he can never do a podcast we complain about like gals a lot right and about the stuff that they <laughs> post about the stuff that they post and the captions that they use a lot of times my response just wants to be you know you can unfollow them. You don't have to subject yourself it's, to that. It's and to me it's fun content because I legitimately purge if you like could all of that it. shit, dog. Yeah. Like like anybody who if it's anybody that's gonna invoke some kind of reaction and some kind of adverse reaction in you, like why would you why would you choose to take on that negative energy? It legit takes two buttons to get someone out of your life. Yeah. Like why are you taking that on and having it be an actual problem? Now if we just talking shit about it and and making fun then that's cool but not to the point where it should be a serious issue for you and i think i think a part of it is and this is we talked about this some when we talked about uh the podcast on social media in general and on the attention economy podcast but i think a part of it is we need the complaining we need the chastising Mm. we need we need the criticism we need to be able to judge someone else human beings to find themselves by the suffering we really do and the things that annoy them because why else would my thing is why else would you choose to subject yourself for that like if you're looking at somebody whether whether it's an ex or it's somebody who you don't like why would you continuously do that to sit there and upset yourself because you ain't upsetting that person you only doing that that's that's only having an effect on you this is another thing to bring it back to the music are we then in the same way um we think we're giving it we think we think we're choosing but we're not actually choosing it's a false choice like the algorithm or whoever is running youtube or whatever whatever tells you what's up next whoever allows the content because there's you can't find a mixtape on spotify for example there's a lot of mixes you can't find so the the way that people who are growing up on spotify how they're consuming music is through albums or through the artists who are in the playlist but to be chosen for the playlist someone has to do that someone has to write the algorithm to say that to be on youtube someone has to write the algorithm to tell them what to click on next that they're gonna put in their brain and then who are th- who they choose to emulate because i didn't know about logan paul until i learned that kids like logan paul i thought fortnite was just a regular ass game 
until I learned that motherfuckers was obsessed with it to a different way. Yeah. And I thought I thought about that for real because a lot of times when I go on SoundCloud and I just let it run, like who's to say, you know, what makes you next up on this list on the SoundCloud thing? Because I, I discover a lot of music like that the same way people do it on YouTube, but somebody has to create the algorithm for that list. So it's it's as if the choice is available to you, but it, it's it's still a wider range of it being forced upon you. Right. It's just not as direct. Like you still have a choice to leave that. You still have a choice to exit that. So you're not really tied to it like you are to radio. Mm-hmm. But like you say, it's it's still being presented to you. Like the choices are still being presented to you. It's just not as fixed. So it seems like you have more freedom, but it, it's kind of still the same thing, isn't it? And it it kind of still is the same thing. And then to add into that, another thing that influences it is some of the word of mouth, because some of the word of mouth does work and still plays all the time, it. all the time. Say, what does Cab do? He would drop come in the group and drop a track and say, "Y'all listen to this." I I remember someone trying to influence how you consume music or how you listen to it and your friends will do that be like yo this song is hype come listen to this this yeah. is good because i feel like every group of friends has you know it's, it's kind of like you're all groups of superheroes and everybody has their different powers and you know when a certain person recommends this then you know you are going to listen to what they say with that is so your superpower whether, making charo complain about things yes my superpower is having charo complain about workouts even though he just is the worst. This is one of those things. It's like the selective complaining. Nigga, what you complaining about? You choosing to do this every day. That's your job. Ow! That's your job. You just you know 7 o'clock in the morning every day. Every day. What you complaining about? Get anyway. your fucking do haircut. Your unbrush hair. Anyway. <laughs> oh, fuck. Okay. Oh, God. But, yeah. The... Just in, in in general, though, finding finding new things, I think, and I kind of envy, I kind of envy, and I feel sorry for this generation, both at the same time, but, like, it's cool to have access to so much, but I cannot imagine, I, I, I cannot imagine being young, being raised in this. I think it's cool to have access to music, because you can go back and have a historical perspective on so many different types of music. We could go back right now and listen to they all have, of Motown they have if that we with, want. They have that with everything, though. Yeah, but we didn't... I'm saying, like, if specifically tied to music, we didn't have that. Like, we we had to make specific choices in the type of music we rented. Yeah. If you was going to hits and spending $20 on a CD, because $20 is what the CDs used to cost to buy Wu-Tang to get Goody Mob, you had to make a choice. And you didn't know when you were getting money again to buy a next CD. Or, so you had to be very specific, or you had to have someone burn the CD for you or have um, you can go to Baker Boys and get the ultimate musical experience is Baker Boys sponsor (laughs) (laughs) they should be are they still around is that still a thing go as Baker Boys for Halloween I wouldn't know how I just know it's the ultimate musical experience alright but let's get off okay let's stop in music let's talk about fashion for a little bit oh we just see what NBA players do and then we rock with that okay let's, let's start with that from the from the very jump, Lil Pants Gang. <laughs> LPG, LPG. Shout, out, shout out LPG. Shout out LPG. Lil Pants Gang. There was a time in the NBA when who who's it? It was a James Harden. Uh this what, is how who brought it back for the second man, this wave. This is how important black people are to <laughs> experience. Dog. No, I I'll do I'll take it one step further because even guys like James Harden, the bigger names, 
they got it from a middling, mediocre player like Chris Douglas Talk Roberts. It. Talk it, yes. But there see, we go. you could take it from somebody on a lower tier and you think, well, I'm a bigger star than you. When I do it, then it becomes a thing. Like everything else. Yeah, that's, that's the all it capitalism. is. Like, okay, you uniquely found the style. Fuck you. Nah, I'm going to take that. it. I'm going to appropriate yeah. it. And who did, who did I think of first? Harden. Oh, uh, yeah. Yeah, and that's how, that's how it works. So so this is a perfect example of how um, how fashion worked in, in 2018 in the current cultural climate. This is something that people would get dragged for, would get trolled for all the time. Especially in the like a macho world, like uh, professional sports and, and basketball, especially where longer pants were always a trend. And Fashion James is Harden, so cyclical. And- James Harden said, "No, he's like, what about them, like Pete, Pete Maravich pants?" No, because so, everyone in this generation calls it John Stockton shorts. John they Stockton are known shorts. as John Stockton because John shorts. Stockton still rocked them even during the long pants era. And I think Andrew says it all the time. Uh, John Stockton is always is he's everyone's mom's favorite player. Yes. And I don't know why, because they were all drawn to John Stockton. Why Stockton, did they love him? Because they feel like he's a... They, you know what they see in him? Responsibility. Is they why feel people like love Steph. Is another reason why people love Steph, too. Yeah. 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 And he was the last one with the... He John was the last Stockton one looked with like short a shorts. dad when he was 21. And he was the last one with short shorts. So he's seen as someone from a different time when things were, you know, better Wait, before all this. think about it. John Stockton is a fashion icon. He is. Because I'm pretty sure... Holy shit. I'm pretty fucking sure... Like when Migos was doing the jeans and the tucked in, sh- that's John Stockton's look. Niggas just in John Stockton bags stealing shit right now. That is now. John Stockton's look because he was, and of course he was unassumingly down here. Like John Stockton was sitting on the sideline, the Kendall Isaacs, while his son's school was here. Playing Ran- Randy was there. Randy saw him. Randy's no. probably staring at him. No, Pause. no, Nicky wasn't there. And like nobody knew it was John Stockton. And I'm like, this John Stockton sitting there. But of course nobody paid attention because he looked just like every other father that was sitting in the audience. Hmm. Niggas in John Stockton by even yeah. the socks, you know. Even the sock and this is the thing. When this happens, and you you see it at first, you're like, this trend, this won't catch on. And then sometimes you look at it and then you say to yourself, This is a hundred percent going to catch on. NBA players will absorb this and say, This is my move. And as soon as someone with enough power and enough cachet does it, then it becomes an entirely different thing. Because it, it took someone like Harden doing it to, for, for Wade and then LeBron to be like, okay, I'll fuck with this then. Well, it kind of goes back to our... Because it's all about the same conspicuous consumption thing and differentiating yourself from the other person. It kind of goes back to our discussion about the gatekeepers. And I don't know how you differentiate a gatekeeper from a tastemaker or if that's even the same thing. But they're different. I think they're different things. Oh, yeah. well, well, in this case, I think well, these people would be considered tastemakers then. Because I think anytime, well, it's more so for NBA players, anytime they do something, that becomes a part of the culture. It's, I feel like it's less so for rappers. I would rank rappers number two. But NBA players, when they do something, that's number one. Like, they they make something cool. Like, with the short shorts, like, how many people were making fun of fanny packs and, and the man purses? But when an NBA player does it, and an NBA player of certain stature does it, yeah. then they become a tastemaker. But I still don't think that one is going to go the way of the short shorts. Because uh... this is why. This is this is why, right? Like, even though the, the fanny pack thing does seem to be working, it's almost like... The world is at a tipping point where you know you could see something and be like, okay, come on. You don't think that people are going to be like, at some point, 
Not to, you know what? I will bring him up. Like at some point, Trump will do something where people will be like, "Oh, fucking K, come on." No, that's and, never going to happen. But it happened to Kanye West because Kanye West would be allowed to rant and scream and do whatever you want Kari, until the very them last. White thing. people in never doing that to Trump. Okay, maybe not. Maybe bad example, but Kanye yeah. West, where people said, "Finally, yeah, that's it. Okay, come on. Okay, that's it. Yeah, that's it. You can't, you can't bow down for Massa in the White House, a house that black people built, wearing the hat and saying that's your dad." Is a, a okay? And come on, moment. that makes you feel like Superman. And I don't think that like not a, like I don't. I'm not saying there's anything wrong with that. I'm just saying that that's going. That's not one of those fashion trends that I think translate the same way that the shorts translate. Because I think the shorts. You'll be translate, very surprised. I no no. But what I'm saying is that I think like the shorts, for example, translated across cultures and across different uh, styles and became. It became more synonymous outside. It became something outside of basketball that people. Uh, like associated with more, whereas like in hip hop, like b- basketball and hip hop are so intertwined. Something like that happens. People started wearing uh, the packs. Randy, Randy started uh, wearing them over here. But it's almost like to a point of how far it's gonna go before it, they decide that they're going to do something else. I b- I believe that because things are moving so quickly that if it hasn't reached its peak yet, that it's gonna move on by it will move on by now. But a lot of this is just counterculture. And yeah. so if it's something like you mentioned, people made fun of the short shorts so the count- and you made fun of fanny packs, dudes are going to wear it and dudes are going to own it. Like reluctantly. J- just yeah. because it's counterculture. And that, b- doing that is what makes it cool. Because the counterculture becomes a culture and it becomes mainstream and then that's what kills it. Yeah. So like at some point people are going to be like, hey, fuck these shorts because everyone who's doing this just looks like everyone else. Yeah. And if you look just like everyone else and no one wants to do it. It's why niggas was walking around in the dad sneakers that they were just making fun of. Think about this. Oh, I feel like that Step. should be the one where people draw the line. Okay, see, we just have different lines that are drawn. That's because, all it is. Nah, these old, no, 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 ugly no, no, ass, no, 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 no. bulky ass, Balenciaga, they are only buying all of those shit because they're expensive. They look we, horrible. See, we just have different lines then. Because this is what I'm saying. Like, you just said, okay, you think that's going to be the line. I don't think that's going to be... Because Steph Curry was roasted. When he brought out the uh, dad 2016s. People even said that it cost him the finals when them shit was out. <laughs> like, that's what did it. But now, everyone is making that version of the shoe, and everyone is starting to wear it. And I hear people talk about it, and I ask myself, after they've told me, like, what kind of shoes they like, or what kind of sneakers they like, I like, do you really like that, though? Do you really, like, fuck that? I don't that? think so, any of them I like that. A lot of them say that they do. I don't think they like that's that what, shit. That's what gets me, and I'm like, how can you... How, how are both happening in your brain? See, this is how fucking old we are. How both... You like those two 70s, and you like the Balenciagas at the same time. Yeah, but... I'll, but liking some of those sneakers and liking some of these fashion trends, doesn't that go back to how you discover new things and the people that are the tastemakers telling you that this is the cool thing to wear and them co-signing it? So, okay, and this is what the podcast is really about. Haha. Will you then, well, not you, people listening, listen to anything that people tell you is cool and then run with it? I give it a try. Or listen to any fashion thing but, that, that people say and then be like, oh, okay, this is cool. No, but I think you... Or you could just say to yourself, you know what, that that one, that's not for me. That I mean... Yeah, you have to be mature enough to have a discerning state of mind. Like, you can... You can you can be open to listening to a song because someone suggested it. You can be open to, you know, not I'm not going to say where, but you can be open to a fashion trend and say, you know what, that may not be for me. That may be for you, but 
I can't rock that shit. Every wave isn't your wave. No, you every, wave every wave isn't your dog. Every wave ain't your wave. That is a perfect sentence. Because if you in the big, I bulky, know every wave ain't my wave. If you in a big bulky Balenciaga and you have the fanny pack to rock with it, and your jeans are ripped to shit, then you then that's, you just trying everything. No, see, that's too much waves. You could drown. You just get hit with three consecutive waves. You like you. You could fucking drown. You could fuck around and drown in this yeah. wave. Shouts a little baby. That nigga knows. No, but see, seriously though, that's like, a good wave. Go on that wave. Yeah, I mean, not like not all of the music wave, but like you not not all me. the mu- music. But hey, and <laughs> Ashley, what this fucking Mo Bamba song? <laughs> but I think that hey, and now uh, we re- we reach something that that's pretty much the problem with just about. You could look at almost every issue you have in society and say niggas just ain't as discerning with their decision making as they should be because you could see some shit and just not do it this is my thing you could see some shit and not buy into it when i was talking about the fanny packs this is what i'm saying that um and we began this about word of mouth and how people had to be more discerning like your choices were limited so in order for you to differentiate yourself you had to actually be part of a culture a part of a wave now you could just visit it because you could just visit it on social media and you don't have to actually be a part of anything and you could just represent that and you don't have to be as discerning because you could buy something one minute and switch up your whole look the next second but like i know like us like we fuck i'd eat clothes forever like you don't gotta fucking I mean, tell me I, I can't the only thing that happens is like i mean they might get downgraded to like a gym outfit but that's yeah. it like that's still <laughs> not anymore since market i mean you gotta you gotta like buy specific clothes you gotta be on the way of that like this shit new you know drowning and no <laughs> Swim, motherfucker. I literally swimming in it. (laughs) Let's talk about shoot. So, like, the NBA. This is another thing that people haven't (laughs) people haven't thought about. And I believe if you're a part of sneaker culture, you should think about this. As soon as the NBA said. The players could wear whatever sneakers they want. Oh, my God. That was all a fashion thing. That had nothing to do. Nothing to do. That changed everything. And I believe that people don't. This is. It's like when a wave is very far out and you see it coming. This entire season, we're recording this the night that the NBA season debuted. Very distracting because we're also currently watching Celtics and 76ers. Celtics and 76ers. I picked the Celtics to go to the final. So, I mean, go to 10thyearseniors.com, our Instagram page, and you will see my accurate picks. And everyone else in 10th Seniors completely inaccurate. Yeah, I just pick, like, the Bahamian people to do so. See? Like, I mean, that's the wave you want. Like, yeah, I mean, that is, that, that's the wave I want I mean, right now, for real. That's, that's how you want to roll. I mean, but um, the shoes these motherfuckers are going to come out with this season. Because you, you already saw what the runway walk for NBA players did to fashion and did to, to culture in general. I won't even say black culture. Did to culture in general and the styling that... um. The styling that uh, 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 that came about, right? And I wanted to bring this up specifically with you because the NBA players have specific stylists for it. So the same way they have specific stylists oh, who are now no stylists, who they have like Kuzma, for example, has a specific stylist who has like a couple. The stylist has a couple hundred thousand followers on Instagram, and it's working the same way that you would see something like an NBA trainer who does the drills, they get a larger following because they're fucking with the NBA players because right. it's the most popular sport now. It's, yeah. a, it's a sport that has the most pop culture relevance, the one that Twitter explodes for, the one that it has like the most memes, and that's the shit that people rock with all the time. 
it, ha- it has the element of social media and the everything is a communal event like the NFL really didn't have. The NFL is making strides toward that. But the NFL didn't have that two years ago. They just thought they were indestructible and they could just survive with yeah. using the traditional means. Because the NFL tries to crush individualism, even if it's mass individualism that the NBA has. Because everyone following Braun. Braun and Westbrook. So even if it's mass indiv- individualism that the N- that the NBA has... People are going to watch every single sneaker. I know P.J. Tucker's sneaker game is amazing just because, like, of social media. P.J. Tucker come off the bench, hit a couple three-pointers, but so many other, like, really, really good NBA players will watch Rocket games and look specifically at Tucker's shoes. You know what the NBA did, and this was really smart of them? They saw how, because everybody would find out for those custom NFL Sneak the custom NFL cleats that that mm-hmm. that the players would get to wear in warmups, but stupidly not be allowed to wear them in the game. So they saw how big of a deal that was, and the NBA said, "Well, why don't we just go all the way and just let them wear whatever the hell they want all the time?" And the I would say ten, fifteen years ago, the showcase for that used to be the All Star Game because that's when everybody would drop some new kicks. Like the All Star Game would be the sneaker parade where you'd wonder mm-hmm. what people were wearing. It's two times. Playoffs and All-Star, but the All-Star was more so, you know, because you had more freedom to do whatever. Now you could get that kind of attention and that kind of sneaker watch straight throughout the year. Yeah. So it's completely different now. It changed the ball game. It brought in, and even if you're a sneakerhead who's not that into basketball, because they do exist, but now you're going to be really into this now because you're going to see some stuff out there that you probably never seen before, and everyone's going to want to one-up each other. Because now how do you drop the shoe? Yeah. This is how you drop the shoe. You drop the shoe on someone's walk that's coming in. Because even when the Kobe's, I think it was last year when the Co- that reminds me, I gotta go find them. When the Kobe's came out, and I think someone, Kobe was just wearing them front row at a Laker game before Nike even released it. People saw that, and then he's like, this is where I want to find, like, where yeah, my release it's, date It's are. like what Braun did this summer with, with his, uh, with the 16s. Mm-hmm. He just was wearing them, is it 16 or 15? Anyway, the new ones. He was just. Wearing them sideline watching. Yeah, yeah, 16 now. Yeah, Yeah, last dance. He was just wearing them on the sideline watching Bronny play, and everyone was like, oh, okay. The new low version of the 16, so that's dope. But yeah, it's now it creates a whole new creative way for people to do rollouts. Uh, Puma. You hear that? There you go. There you go. Oh, yeah, that's it. They're your boys. Jesus Christ. Look look at the fuck. What is they wearing? Them same horrible Clyde Frazier Pumas. That you could spot from a mile away, just bright and horrible looking. And anyway, anyway, while they, we watch, back, we could do talk, do more basketball talk. On they this don't get to be short preview, as you said. But um, so even in, in film and TV, for example, we see some of the same thing. But word of mouth does carry weight. But then also how you consume things by like Netflix and Amazon, and now like Apple is gonna do it. A lot of people just watch the shit that Netflix puts to the top, and you have some word of mouth where. And you have to think about, like, the res- the friends or the people who you respect their taste. So if you respect someone's taste, you'll be like, okay, I'll try this show or I'll try this. Are, are, have we show. really just become an extremely lazy people? Yes. Part, that's one of the... I was listening to the uh, an Atlantic podcast where they were talking about Alexa. And one of the fears in the future that people are going to become so lazy that if you remove the thought process from consumption, that if people can just click things and then have it, then there's like that moment of thought makes people so much lazier and everything. And you see it sometimes again, and we talk about our friends all the time, Jason, when he's like, if I can just buy shit from Amazon and have it to my desk or have it to my home, what am I going to the store for? 
you don't have that experience of walking in a grocery store, looking around, maybe. But what did he something. say today when he go in the Publix? The jerk chicken fire. Yeah, you wasn't gonna get you that on Amazon. You wasn't gonna know that. You wasn't gonna know that. You wasn't gonna ever know you that. You wasn't gonna ever know that, Jason. You need both. You need balance, and it may seem like these minuscule decisions don't mean anything and you look at it as oh i'm just making my life easier but i really believe is if we rely on that too much not only do we become stupider but we are on a slippery slope slippery fucking slope man i am and afraid of some shit that's it's gonna happen also who you who you listen to about stuff because he to come back to like television and film i think you could listen to me on television and film yeah like but and so, within within the group within the group i would say that's your superpower right but like let's say ash recommends no, a tv no, show to you just, are you going to fucking watch that what are we listening i to, would feel what insulted. would we listen to ash about if he recommends something food food yeah food. yeah if he if he recommends food we listen to ash about that anything else on? yeah so this is my thing though so in the same way that you have to know who, where your source of information is coming from, you can't rate everyone the same. Or re- even if you think they're smart in one area, you might be like, "That that yeah. might not be your way." Yeah, ab- absolutely. Like I, I think you got. And like I said earlier, I think everyone does that with the group of people that that they're around. I know you who, gotta know where. I know who to ask for new trap music from. I know who to ask uh, for indie from. I know who to ask R and B music from. I know who to ask. Okay, I want something. I want something with a seventies, eighties feel. I know the person to ask for that. I I try to like keep that sorted out in my head because if you get the wrong information from someone and then they tell you some shit. If you ask me, but R and B music, you want a shitty like, way I don't know what kind of R and B music. <laughs> but hold on, man, like one part an R and B person. Anyway. Oh shit! I know one, and it's a popular one that y'all been talking about, but I never listen to none of his songs. Six Lock Black. I know you was gonna say that, and I knew you never listened to any of his songs. Not one. No, you I have Apple never listen to this. You have Apple Music. You can listen to any of the albums. See this, and hey, this is one of those. How do you discover new things? And I saw plenty word about them, people talking about him, but I was like, yeah, I listen to Six Lock. I ain't gonna do it. Like nothing against him. I mean, I'm sure it's probably nice. I just ain't my way. Check yeah, yeah, yeah. Not an R&B music, bro. I mean, but you know what, Wave? You should listen to it, though. I mean, the 10 years series, Wave. You should listen to all of our podcasts. All the time. I need a minute. We have a new design. We have rebranded now. I saw that. That's we nice. We have a new rollout. Shouts to old boys who did the design. Why? I was trying to figure out why you was doing I that. Don't, you I, don't Converse. Converse. I don't know why I'm doing that. Did we sign with Converse? I, we should. Why? We should. I, I, mean, I would love to, like, fucking do this. I want a hundred different... I would wear trucks every day. I know Andrew would. Why would you wear him right now? I mean, Andrew would probably wear chunk glasses. Chunks have chunk glasses. Yeah, glasses. Oh, yeah. okay, I guess. I mean, boy, I think it's a good one. Anyway, this has been the I Need a Minute podcast. <laughs> and y'all, don't drown in this wave, though. What's staff wearing? <laughs>